Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday night. Not the prettiest of Thursday night games. We got Pete to talk about that momentarily. Uh, we are at episode 21. Welcome to adulthood, everyone. Uh, we are entering Milford, as always. Host, my name is Mike Colelli. I'm joined by my numero uno to my immediate left, Pete DeLuca. How are we, Pete? Not the same on every screen. I'm doing well. <laughs> Happy to be 21, finally. I think it works, though, because it's recording from my computer, so it's on what my screen says. It just throws us all off live, but that's okay. Uh, whatever. You guys can deal with it. Right below me, speaking of dealing with it, guy with a great voice. He's right underneath me, Steve DeVito. I see your wedding picture behind you. How's Mary? Yeah, right up there, buddy. You're in that picture. This may not have been – you were half awake, half alive. No, I was wide awake. <laughs> speaking of not being wide Barely. awake for DeVito's wedding, Case, good to see you again, <laughs> Feel good, baby. Still here. Case, you get the game of the week again. There's going to be like six weeks in a row we get to talk about you for the game of the week. Yeah. I don't want to say like it's getting old, but it's getting old. <laughs> and, Pete, I want to get your reaction because we're watching a live football game. And you are uh, always behind the triple stack, bring back, sling it back to the OSAC. And whatever the terms are that you use every single week, I don't know. Not a great first half. No, not a great first half at all. The, the term is double stack bring back. That's it. That's if you're it. ever interested in it, it's having two players on the same team and a player on the opposite team that is going to need to catch up because of your stack. Double stack bring back. So anyway, huh. um, yeah, that's what that tactic was. That's what Jefferson wow. was with the Ravens, and that's what worked out. No, it's not going well at all. And this is karma, but uh, but that's what the the fun is. I'd rather be a loudmouth loser than a quiet winner. Yeah, so. I agree with that. I agree, Pete. That, I think, is the essence of why everyone likes you the most. In the league. <laughs> yeah, and Steve, get, get ready, Steve. we got a lot of injuries to deal with this week, but we'll uh, we'll get to that when we go through. we got five games to preview um, per usual. We'll go through every game. We'll make some picks. We'll get some stats from Mr. Pete DeLuca. Um, I have a new lightning round segment that I'm going to try out. I tried to roll out this segment last week. Didn't work. Pete didn't quite listen to me. Docker, <laughs> whatever. So we're going to try it differently. And thankfully this week we got some sponsors for a couple of the games, which feels really good now that we've hit our viewership number. Uh, now that we've really gone a little more mainstream, we have some interesting <laughs> sponsors uh, to carry us week to week. Before we get to that, though, before uh, we get to King. We got some cha-ching. That's a good call. Okay, speaking of cha-ching, before I get to Pete in the preview, let's just say thanks to our first sponsor, Bitcoin. You want a democratized capital system not based on anything? Bitcoin. They love entering Milford. All right, Pete, let's start the week. I really hope the FCC does not come calling it. I know. Right, Steve, last week know. you made jokes about a sexual assault case. I think we're not too worried about the FCC, no, no. buddy. I, was, I wasn't joking about the case. I was joking about your team dealing oh, with the right. case um, Chloe might get Chloe might get canceled because of your life from I, agree. I agree I agree all right whatever Dalvin Cook's playing this week I guess that's all we can hope for all right Pete let's get into the week um Ugh. obvious game of the week this week as always I add up the two scores if there's ties which we have a couple of this week I take the lowest seed within the ties first game is the lowest number you can get on a season we have the first place team the Jumbos, who are on a total ascension, taking on the second-place team, the Chosen Ones, who are limping legless, <laughs> whose frostbitten toes have fallen off in the jungle. And I knew this week was going to be tough because I have so many buys. So two teams in opposite directions somehow atop the leaderboard. Pete, give us the preview. We got Jumbos, we got Chosen Ones. Let's hear it. 
Okay, there's no lightning round thing I have to do. It's gonna be I, at the I, end. Don't worry about I it. I paid full gonna, attention to that. No, All right. I'm not gonna put too many uh too many variables in your preview. You stick <laughs> to what you do. I don't want to keep it clean. Okay, so of course I look at the last five years regular season games only. Of course, this is week 10, so it's a rematch of week one. So I included that matchup too. Nice. Um, so uh in the last uh five years plus, Mike and Casey have played each other six times. And you can sound the who's your daddy horn because Mike is actually five and yeah, one me. against the Jumbos. Me. Well, remember uh, then, last week, Pete, you said, who does this guy beat? <laughs> apparently, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I beat Case a lot. I think I beat Case a lot, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, all those wins include Brian's only loss of the year. It's a 102-174 loss in week one to Mike. Um, so Mike is somewhat plagued by buys, injuries, and domestic assaults. Um, and I don't think things are going well. So I'm going to pick Casey. If Casey wins, that is nine and zero against the league. That's a league sweep, um, and I have some stats about that. Do you guys? Right, yeah, let's hear. Right. We'd love to. All right, I dug into this. Please don't call me out on something being wrong. All right. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Has anyone ever called you up? Has anyone called you up for something being wrong before? Uh, it's just, we don't need to worry about it. it's in the past. All right. Do you know who's called you out? You know who I bet you called you out. It's not. It's not important. It is. It's not important. All Casey right. did it. All right. <laughs> last. So last year. <laughs> Last year, there were two eight-game winning streaks. So two teams were one game away. Christian was one game away. And Casey ironically ended it, which is kind of funny. And Kaleli, you had an eight-game winning streak last year. You were one win away from doing it. Not to be left out. Did Casey end it? Did Casey end it? Uh, No, Breen ended it. Yeah, that feels right. That that feels right. That feels right. Uncle Uncle Kevin. Uncle Kevin knocked it off. DeVito, not Daddy. DeVito, not to be left out, you had a seven-game winning streak in 2017, the year you won the Super Bowl. So you had one of the longer streaks in the last three years, too. Um, the only time it has worked out well is Kevin Breen. In 2018, he was 13-1. He only lost to Colelli, and he ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. Okay? Every other time it's happened, it has not gone well for the team, which is crazy. Um, Let's see, 2017, Breen almost did it. He won 10 out of 11. He lost to DeVito, and then he ended up losing to DeVito in the Super Bowl. Three times Christian has done it. 2016, he did it week five to week 13. He ended up losing to Breen in the Super Bowl. 2013, he ended up winning eight out of nine games. He was 12 and two. The two losses were to DeVito, and he ended up losing to Innes in the Super Bowl. And then in 2012, he won week 15 through week 13, and he lost in the first round of the playoffs. I would call it, I think we need, I might need to change the term uh, into pulling a Dadarian. Uh, this, this, you know, sweeping the league yeah. is pulling a Dadarian, but we all know that pulling a Dadarian is blacking out after making your first round pick in the draft. So we, we're going to. And walking in a house naked for a good three hours. That's exactly. Cool. And not to be outdone, Casey, I see you getting antsy over there. Casey in 2014 did it, he was 14 and 0. And he lost in the first round, obviously. That's uh, well-documented. Casey went on to win two more at the beginning of 2015, and that's a 16-game winning streak. That's the longest I've seen. So I think, Casey, you got it at 16. So maybe we can all just say, like, that might be the longest winning streak. Um, So there are six games left in the regular season. Casey is currently 8-0. and So you're not going to get to the the point this week but or this year, but you might get to 14. Uh, What do you think your chances of doing that? Yeah, Case, I want to get your reaction to all those stats because it's not a great uh, – <laughs> I don't want you to go through the game yet because I want to bring Steve in first to get 
uh, our injury previews. A lot to talk about in our game. That's, what, that's sweeping the league. Five teams have swept the league. Christian's done it three times. And they've only been one Super Bowl title from that, is what you're telling me. Yeah, and Breen, Breen's the only one that won a Super Bowl out of it. Case, your reaction? You know, I guess, like, in real-life sports, people talk about that all the time. Like, hey, we got a long win streak. Like, we need to lose. So, remember what that feels like before we go win another streak going into the playoffs. But it's fantasy football. I'm not talking to my guys before the game. I'm not hyping them up. Yeah, let's go for the streak. Got to be let's in your head a little bit, though. Ah, no, not at all. I'm pretty sure, though, Case, you have said every week that I have not picked myself, that I am uh, sending a wrong message to my team, and now you're saying that you don't speak <laughs> fantasy football after your team. I'm just really confused where you're going I with think that. you're getting me confused with Mike. That's directly to my left. No, I, that was, that, no, that was I'm definitely diagonally. You. I'm diagonally above you to the right. <laughs> he's <laughs> above me. <laughs> I'm above Steve. So Mike, Pete, thinks, is, Mike thinks he's got a direct line to every clubhouse in the uh, NFL that he talks everything about. Everything except the, everyone except the Vikings. Pete, this is interesting because <laughs> last week we rolled out Innis to win the title because everyone picked him. Now this week we're ruling out Case. I think by – and then we've already said Lloyd's out. We've already said – uh, Christian's out. So we're kind of like working through the league. We only have six teams who could win it. So, hey. I want to stay fat. I'm I'm staying solid on Jeff Innes beating Chris, uh, beating uh, Casey down the line. That That's not changing You're for me. You're sticking with the two guys that you jinxed in the last two Thursday nights. Yeah, but I think I listen. I I'm I'm concentrating on this week alone. I want to see Casey win because I like to see history. So that's fantastic. So uh, nine and zero would be something that's hasn't been done very often and yeah. would be done second two times by him. And anytime you can catch Christian in anything, I'm a fan. Of. Who's a famous historian, Pete? Just in general, not in our. What do you mean, like historian, like historical figure? Ben Franklin. No, no, but is Ben Franklin like <laughs> a noted historian? Like who's someone who's like, oh, that person knows a lot about history. Uh, uh, I don't know. Steve, you work in a school. Who's a Joe Bricado? Joe Bricado. Yeah, there you go. Joe Bricado. Thanks, Joe Bricado. Good analysis on that. Yeah, one. there you go. All right, Steve. Let's go to you next. Then we'll obviously get Case and Mind's pick for our game. There's a lot of cues. There's a couple IRs. There's some. Co- so there's a lot of stuff in this game to talk about. Whatever you say, Case is not going to agree with you, and he's going to try to put you down and make sure you feel responsible for his team. But what are, what's it? So I know for my team, there's a bunch of injuries that I'm looking at. The only one that I know for certain is that Edmonds is out. I've got Kyler. I've got Cole Beasley. I've got Gallup. I've got Julio. I've got the Kamara injury that I'm looking Jonah at. Young. There's so many guys in these games. So just walk us through, like, what are some, what are some injuries we got to keep our eye on? What are your thoughts on a couple of these guys in the game? So as opposed to going down every team's roster, because, you know, we don't like anyone that reads through rosters. I think what I'm going to do in each game here is point out that I think is the most worrisome injury for each team going in. Okay. So the most worrisome for you, Mike, is Kyler Murray. Hasn't practiced the last two days. Ooh. Big tell to see what is going to happen with him uh, tomorrow. However, his coach, Cliff Kingsbury, did say that he could play and is in a much better spot to play than the next guy I'm going to talk about on Case's team, which is DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins hasn't practiced the last two weeks, all of last week and through this week. Hopkins is way more on the uh, doubtful side than I would put uh, Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray probably ends up playing this week. I think Hopkins will sit. They're playing Carolina at home. They get A.J. Green back. So with that said, um, I'm still going to pick the Jumbos this week. Uh, I just think, like you said, Mike, your your injury bug, uh, question marks with your buys are going to be tough. 
Um, and then the bad news, you may, you may or may not have heard injury-wise about Julio Jones. Um, you don't have a lot of guys no, left to fill you're in. You're my injury guy. You told me you're not going to talk about my guy, so I didn't hear anything. No, he's, he he's got hurt. One. Dr. Steve has one feature now. No, he's always hurt. Yeah. Is he like hurt, hurt? He got hurt today at practice. He tweaked his hamstring. There's actually, <laughs> really? there's, there's actually a video of it that came out. Anybody um, want Julio? It's the beat, it's the beat, it's the beat reporter. Uh, had a, a Teron Davenport oh. is his name. So tough, tough one for you there, Mike. Uh, oh. It's not official yet. We'll see what happens tomorrow if he comes out to play. But uh, yeah, uh, Case is my pick. All right, Case, what are your thoughts on the game? You worried about anything? Or are you going sweep, clean sweep on this one? Bring out the broomstick. Mike, this is what happened when you harbor criminals, you know, just get you. Um, yeah, I actually hope that D-Hop sits out. I hope Kyler sits out. I hope the win last week that they had when both them out lets them get another week of rest because they're still in first place. So I would take that one-for-one one, uh, deal with you. Um, yeah, I think you got a lot of concerns. Um, I think a lot of my other guys like maintenance-oriented. Steve, I was actually waiting to hear from you. Um, you know, Elliot, Al, I think they're maintenance days off. They're fine. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take myself. I'm rolling. I think I'm going to get the, the nine. Um, and I, I'm going to really try to motivate my team this week to pull this one out. Big matchup this week. I might, might have a direct line, line those guys this week. Get them fired up. You're talking like DeVito now. You literally said two things that can't make sense in the same universe in a minute and a half. But that's fine. This is the easiest pick of the week for me. Easiest pick of the week. I'm picking this is my lock of the week. This is my blowout of the week. And this is my boom of the week. Case is going to crush me. <laughs> to Mike, is that the first time you picked yourself? Case is going to crush me. Yep. Case is going to crush me. What do you want me to say? Case is going to crush well, me. I, 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 I guess the, the, the tough thing is you did say that you did say the last couple of weeks, I will never not pick myself. Well, I will always yeah, pick myself. I, I obviously wouldn't want to not pick myself, but my team stinks. Case is going to crush me. Completely defeated. <laughs> completely it. defeated. Now he was, he was defeated last week, and then he came back and won. He no, was last all. Week was never a doubt. Steve uh, last week was never a doubt. Got to hit rock bottom, Mike. Got to hit rock bottom. My season's over. Casey's going to crush me. My favorite part about this league is we hold each other accountable for what we say. This is awesome. Would you sell, Mike? You done or no? I might be. I might well, be. One more, and you done or no? We'll see. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling good. Give me a call. Tanking at six and three. Pete, I'm not feeling good. Give me a call. I'm, I make deals happen. <laughs> Anything else, Case? I will say, Steve didn't mention this. Alvin Kamara looks are like rolling over. Alvin Kamara looks like he's out. I'm just saying. We're not there yet. Really good signing, Mike. Mike, why did you hear about Ingram? Because I thought I had that. I had thought I had the inside track on that. He was going to be one of the guys that I woke up so really Pete, I picked up. Once you started to jibber jabber the other night, I think you were a little high. And so I'm like, all right, Pete's in a good spot. I'm listening to what he has to say. High, high on life. High on life. life. Yeah, high on life. He was excited. That's yeah, what I mean. High on curios. life. That's what I mean. What are you guys talking about? Chill out. I am in the I'm a same proponent of you of like this time of year. It's why I picked up Le'Veon Bell last year. I love picking guys who am like one injury and it can change the world. And there was murmurings last week that Kamara was hurt. Murmurings. Yeah. yeah. I, I I saw that Kamara left and I said, well, maybe I'll take a long shot on Ingram. And I didn't... This, I'm surprised. This is, this is why I, the one thing I was a little surprised by with you, you you proclaimed I'm going to put a – I was the next highest on what's-his-face with nine. You could have put 90 on Johnson and then put 10 on Ingram. I know. I mean, that's a lot of Monday morning quarterback of – or I guess Wednesday morning waiver on that. When you look back at it, you could do a lot of things differently. But I wanted to secure that I got it. The only way I could do it is blow all the fab on it so the right. green didn't get it. All right, well, fab the bit I, I didn't prepare you for fab, that. 
You're I don't think I prepared for that question, Kaleli. You fabbed the bit on yourself, too, on that one, Pete. All right, we'll see. <laughs> Case, I, I can say congratulations to you in advance. Dude. I think you're going to have a great weekend. I'm. It's not going to be close. Game number two. I don't know what we want to call this one. We were not able to get a sponsor for this one. I, I heard a lot of things from sponsors saying they didn't like the language. They didn't like the animosity. They just didn't like the overall sense of the relationship in the game we're about to preview. And that game is the crush against the bees. <laughs> and so before we get into the preview and the review, whatever we want to call it, and our predictions, let's hear from Pete. And we'll get a little sense of that little inkling of a screen behind his shoulder as well. So it looks like there's something back there I can't quite remember. Yeah. This could be, I guess, brought to you by the Shrewsbury Armenian Festival, I guess, if we want to do so. <laughs> um, so in the last five years, Christian and I have played each other 10 times. That includes this year. And Christian's seven and three against me during that time. Wow. And he's won three straight before I dropped the 200 on him in week one. Um, so don't forget, he's the reigning Super Bowl champion. Um, I ruined his Super Bowl banner ceremony dropping with that 200-point win. Uh, he's won two in a row, so I don't want to hear any excuses at the end of this about selling off Melvin Gordon or whatever. Um, jokes aside, there's a lot of injuries, so I want to know Steve's take before all that. Um, I, I'd like to continue my string of obnoxiousness, but this is a very difficult Thursday night game to watch. So I'm going to pick myself. I think I'm going to boom still. My projected score is still pretty high, even though that really means nothing. But uh, we'll see what happens. Jacoby Brissett's on the ground rolling around right now, so we'll see. Who knows? Did you pick a boom for yourself, too? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to pick myself as the lock and the boom. I'm telling you, I wrote this about a couple hours ago when I was much more confident. All right, All right let's go to Steve. Steve, I know you said you had this new rule that you just made up, even though no one asked for it. There's actually three injuries that I think are important in this game. Ooh, so you ask, are you asking for me to answer all three? Yeah. He's done. He's Godwin, Godwin, Harris, Kamara. Three starters, three guys who I already read about are legit stuff. I don't, I don't know how you pick one of the Darian's guys. You have to pick both. So what are the injury updates that you're hearing? And then who's your pick? I'll be glad to take your request, Mike, and answer Thanks, all three. Steve. Thanks, Steve. So uh, let's start with Christian. Kamara <laughs> Wait, is... wait, 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 wait a second. Case! All right, Steve, go ahead. Sorry, Case fell asleep on that one. Go ahead. We're, we're done with his game, so the rest of the pod doesn't really matter. Uh, Kamara's knee injury is <laughs> looking more and more like he's not going to play. So the whispers that you heard over the weekend or the murmuring that you heard over the weekend. Muttering. Um, <laughs> there, there you go. So, um, yeah, Kamara's not looking good. But um, I do think he's got uh, a little bit of, of help on his bench um, with Williams with Kansas City. So, you know, Daryl can play. Harris hasn't practiced either. Isn't he's not real? out of the concussion protocol. I'm sorry? Is that Darrell? What did I say? Daryl. Daryl, Darrell, whatever. Sorry. No. So, I don't know. Tomato, Say his so name. Harris is still in the concussion protocol. Um, hasn't practiced all week. So he's very questionable. So Christians, both guys are very, very questionable. Very, Godwin, I'm a little surprised about. very questionable, frankly. Godwin, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned about, but it doesn't, but I don't think it's going to change the way that I think about Pete's team because he has way more options on his bench to put in. Um, so I'm picking Pete. I'm picking Pete as my lock. And I'm not picking Pete as my boom, but he is my lock of the week. All right, let's go back to one on a team, Steve. Case, uh, you're... <laughs> Case, you're picking this game. 
Oh, man. Forgot what I was going to say. It took forever. There we go, bro. Uh, just for the sake of time, I'll take Pete next. <laughs> I, I answered the three questions. He doesn't like it. Man, it just took, oh, a, it took a lot longer. Like, remember that yearbook thing we read? It was like, you'll finish the story. Cut to the chase. <laughs> Why don't we do next time, just do in, out, or, or I could just stick with what I said. No, I'm just do, do it one in, guy. Why don't in? Out, maybe. He wouldn't be able to just draw out the fluff. Doesn't explain it. <laughs> Doesn't explain it. You need to explain yeah. the injury. All right, so I thought this was pretty close oh, to a lock. I thought this game was pretty close to a lock. This is ugly. The only thing you have going for you, Pedro, is that Dedarian also started two guys in this game. Yeah. So I will, again, this is, I'm going to say something you're going to get mad at me, Pete. Can I say something you won't get mad at me? Yeah, sure. You, you sure? No. <laughs> I'll pick you to win, and I know you're going to be like, get, look at the scoreboard. You'll say to me, I don't really like your team. <laughs> what? What? I don't like your team all that much. I don't know oh, why. I'll take God. you to win. You. You're the best. Thank you. I know. I know. The last time you said that, it really reversed my luck, so I, I need that one. All right. I mean, the, the, thing, the thing I like about my team is that it's not built around a consistent performance all night. It's built around a big performance, and these guys could strike at any time, and, right. and that's, what I'm, that's what I'm holding on to until the end of the game. I'll give you that. Variability. I'll take it, Pete. All right, we got three more games. We got our three sponsors to talk about, guys. There's, the, there's a cool one the next game. So next one, we have Innis versus DeVito. Keeping it local, this one is sponsored by the Milford Legion. And more importantly, specifically, this is brought to you by the family of Tony Duca. Tony Duca offered the sponsorship to this game on behalf of Milford Legion. We've got DeVito. We've got Innis. We've got a head coach and his assistant. And we have two people who somehow, uh, I will call it legal, but I will use air quotes, legally joined the Milford Police Academy in Little League, even though both of them came about through some very suspicious circumstances. But two guys who were pretty sketchy, who made some pretty sketchy decisions back in the day, but who coached together. Ennis DeVito. Pete, what you got? In the last five years, Jeff and Steve have played each other nine times. Steve is five and four during that run. The games between these two have been extremely close. Ennis uh, won week one by just three points. And in the matchup before that, Steve won only by one point. Uh, no, no disrespect to Steve, but um, the more I look at the... <laughs> I don't know what I wrote this. The you more I look at... <laughs> Reading it back, it's 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 even funnier. No disrespect, Steve, but the more I look at the DJ Moore trade, the less I like it. Um, I think it's a bad situation. I think he's going to be one of those players that you have to play because you have him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I really feel like is the hardest part, is that like he might produce, he might not, but, but there might be a week where you give up on him and he goes off. Are you just going to – is the plan to consistently play him regardless? Are you just going to ride him? Am I going to ride him? Yes. Is he matchup proof? Thank you for repeating. Is he matchup proof? Uh, isn't that what fantasy football is? Trying to do some matchup based things? Unless they're they're your guys are your top performers? That's guys, what he's saying. Pete's saying, will you play him every week and not even look at who he's matched up against? I'm, I'm not. Eleven? If I have a better matchup, no. So he's not. Okay. He's not. Oh, he's not. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. That's right. I, I, no. It, it seemed like a very straightforward question. You got very mad at Pete. All he was saying <laughs> no, was, it's a ridiculous question. You know, I got the, the repeat. I got the repeat. I'm just saying, is he? Are you considering him somebody that, that you'll play regardless of matchup? Not 
Steve, I don't understand. You traded three first-round picks for the cornerstone of the trade. All Pete is saying is you made this move. Is this guy matchup? He's a very good receiver, and it's probably going to be tough to take him out. But if he's not seeing a good matchup, then, yeah, it would probably take him out of the lineup. So that's what I think the problem is with him is that if he has a bad matchup, you'll pull him out, and he might perform well in that game. And that's what I think the big drawback is. But the chance of him actually coming out of the lineup are probably pretty low. But that's what I'm asking you. Is he somebody sure. that you're going to play every single week? He or not? could. I don't know. Hey, yeah, let's he see could, how long he could. Hey, let's he see could. How long no, no, he, he could, going. but he let's might not. Let's see how long this can go. Go ahead. He could. He probably will not come. The up. The truth is, he doesn't even really, really like DJ more. He's just pumping him up to trade him in a week. So that's that's the good. Nah. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. They're <laughs> no, not for you. Gave up Pete, for him. Pete's gonna he's come. He's not in. going anywhere because he's matchup proof. Yeah. Who'd you pick? Pete, you didn't make a pick. Oh, he already picked them. Uh, what game is this? Yeah, I'm taking Jeff. I think it's gonna be close. Um, Jeff seems to be riding that boomer bus train too like me so six out of nine weeks he's won the uh biggest play that stuff goes cold though so i want to be on the lookout for him i'm picking jeff i think it's going to be close so the interesting thing i don't know if you guys noticed this you talked about pete great stats great historical knowledge of this game and this matchup did you see how close the projected score is in this game yeah really cool so i think even yahoo is saying that um but we'll see what happens. Case, let's go to you next. You know, I like to go to the guy who plays towards the end of the preview. Um, so, Case, what, what's your pick? Battle of the Stacks. Battle of the Stacks. Um, I think DeVito's going to win. I'm going to take him as my upset pick of the week because it's such a close matchup, because he's got a revamped roster, and only because I think Innis, the bottom of his roster, I don't like in this Battle of the Stacks matchup. So I think those two to two are going to come out pretty even. I think the Cowboys bounce back. I think Stafford and Cup get in the end zone. Um, but I just think the bottom of the roster, I think DeVito is going to have a little bit better support out of there. So I'm taking DeVito as my upset pick this week. Good pick, Case. Steve, let's go to you next. What do you got in there? Any matchups particularly that you're worried about on either your side or on Innis' side? Uh, I, I do worry a little bit about Najee Harris, considering the injury that he's got in there playing Detroit. I would not be shocked uh, with his foot injury if they kind of take it easy with him on a short week. Um, could see him cut some points early, uh, but I, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, Injury-wise, I don't think there's really anything else to talk about in this one. Um, I'm taking myself in an upset of the week. Um, I do like my matchups a bit better. Um, I have five guys in primetime matchups this week. Uh, three on Monday, three on Monday, one Sunday night, and then in the late window at four o'clock, uh, the Green Bay game. So, um, Green Bay, Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna take myself in the upset. Cat's struggling to get up over this behind you. Yeah, she's fine. Hey, two things I want to bring up about Innes's roster one, CD Lamb has the lowest, um, routes run out of any uh, wide receiver in the top 20. Can you believe that? So, of all the basically, what they're saying is. How'd you um, find, how did you find this stat? CBS Sports is really great. They're my kind of go-to. I, I'm transparent as all heck, so yeah, go nuts. Um, CD Lamb, though, he of all the top 20 wide receivers, he has the least amount of routes run. That means that he's done the most with the least. So if you're looking for a trend going forward, CD Lamb might be in trouble. On the contrary, um, Najee Harris, I don't know if anyone's looked at the next six games. This is just me looking at his next six games. Detroit, Chargers, Bengals. Baltimore, who's not good against the run, in Minnesota. He has the easiest running back schedule over the next six, five, six weeks. So that's something that Innes is going to ride. And um, I, I don't know. It, it, this might be a loss. It might be a close one for Jeff this week. But I think going forward, he's going he's gonna to really ride those two. All right. 
Hey, nice job, CBS. Thanks, guys. We should try yeah, to get the I'll, I'll rip them the off any day. I'll rip you off. I am. Day. I think this is going to be a really great game. This seems like it's going to be a close one. The projections are really close. I think it ultimately comes down to the stack. My uh, Miami, Dallas, Atlanta at home, or the Rams, 49ers with the Rams on the road. Uh, I'm going to take Jeff only because I want it to be two to two. And last week when I picked against Innis, he got really mad at me. Yeah, you don't want one of those text messages. No, and like he got mad, and I'm like, hey man, I picked Spates. The guy's got three kids. I can't imagine his wife's being all that loving to him. So I'm giving the guy some affection. Oh. And there's Innis. There's Innis getting so sensitive with me. I'm like, all right, Jeff, I'll pick you next week, Steve. Nothing against you. I got Innis. Okay, Jeff. I expect a text message now thanking me for my unconditional support of you. Pete and I are together with Jeff, Steve, in case you've got DeVito. Anything else to add before we go? Mm-hmm. Ready for the next game? That's why you got best-natured, Mike. Hey, yeah. thanks, man. I tried to thread that needle pretty nicely. Next game. Hey, guys, interesting enough, this is the most boring game in the history of the league. Spades versus Breen. We got a sponsor, everyone. This game is sponsored by the Brown Paper Bag Company. Everybody needs them. Everybody owns them. Nobody remembers buying them. We've got Spates. We've got Breen. Give us the preview, DeLuca. Oh, it's the it's an awful lead in. I was gonna talk about how important this game is for Mike to have <laughs> to have a lead in about how like you just don't care. It's the most boring game ever. I really this is not really the most talk. boring game. This is a boring game. <laughs> we really should talk more. Um, CJ and Breen they played each other seven times in the last five years. Breen's five and two during that stretch. They've gone back and forth literally since like win loss win loss win loss since 2018 with um, Breen winning their last matchup in week one just by seven points. I think Spates is pretty solid from top to bottom. Mike, you pointed that out last week. And um, looking at his team this week, it's like everyone on his team, those double digits, he does look pretty solid. Um, so I think the back and forth trend is going to continue. So uh, Breen won week one. I think Spates is going to win week 10. Mike, this is a big game for you, whether or not you know it. Um, if you do not win to Casey, which seems to be the trend lately, uh, one of these guys may end up knocking you out of the top four. If points fall the right way. So this is an important one for you. You should be cheering for a Breen win. Yeah, I cheer for everybody, Pete. I'm a man of the people. There you go. I'm a little upset with Kevin. I mean, he just, he actually just did end up texting me. Just trying to make some trades, man. Just, you know, banter. Yada, yada, yada. So you pick Spates? Yeah. All right, let's go to Spates BFF next. Case, what do you think Spates is going to do? By the way, I re-listened to the pod last week. I absolutely nailed my wild turkey lead in for you, and you totally missed it. Mm. Right over my head. All right. I, for, I forgot about like, I called them spares because it was just a typo. Yeah, thing, text typo. Text, text typo. Yeah. No Larry. bowling reference whatsoever. But when I was trying to send him a care package after I kicked his butt, the only thing you could come up with with spares is a like bowling key. Right, that's why, so, but that's why I made the reference. I know. I know. I just, bowling. I know. Yeah. Well, I didn't make the catch good. So, um, if Rodgers is back, which it looks that way, DeVito, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, I do like CJ's lineup this week. I think it's a complete lineup. Um, the one guy I don't like is Mike Williams. I've never been a Mike Williams fan. Obviously, it takes away from my San Diego guys, uh, or sorry, Los Angeles Chargers guys. But I just think the dude's made of glass and, you know, just not, not reliable. But Breen's team is, you know, he got some guys back and it still doesn't look awesome. So I'm taking um, CJ as my lock of the week. Oh, lock of the week. Big move there. Lock of the week. I'm a big, I'm a big spares guy. You know, just 
sometimes you hold grudges. Case, I, you have said so many contradictory things tonight that it's almost hard to even All understand what you're talking about. What are you talking? Are you okay? Yeah, why? Oh, just checking. Steve. What was, what was contradictory? Steve, what has Case said that's been contradictory tonight? So in this matchup, I think the only thing that really matters here, uh, injury-wise, is Nick Chubb, if he's going to play. But I still don't think that makes a big difference in the matchup. I have Spates. He is going to beat Kevin. There really isn't much to talk about. Davido, did you see I teed you up for a different segue there? Did you notice I completely ignored it and went to talking on the game? Davido doesn't talk bad about people. I mean, he was talking bad about you like 10 minutes ago. I know. He said that on last pod. He doesn't talk bad about people. No, I was correcting him. I wasn't. Once, once Devito started talking, I thought I had time to run to the bathroom. That's why I shut my screen off. But he was. This pod, this pod's off the rails. I'm taking space. Go ahead, Pete. Two things about this matchup that are interesting that have happened this week. Uh, Nick Chubb about his status on whether or not he's going to play. The Browns elevated a player off of their practice, uh, a running back off of their practice squad onto their active roster. So that's not a very good sign at all. That was under the Yahoo alerts about Chubb. Mm-hmm. So. That, that's kind of being like they're preparing for Chubb not to play. So that would be interesting for Kevin. And is, the Chubb other thing, not, is he not out yet? He's not out. So, so no, I look he's vaccinated. This, so, so Steve, even though they're negative, vaccinated. As soon, two negative tests in 24 hours. Most of the players that catch COVID miss one game, regardless right. of yeah. vaccinated or anything. So it's like, this is the one game. And the other thing to be aware of for Spates, Carson Wentz's wife is due any second with a baby, apparently, right? So... Carson Wentz is said uh, if the if the baby happens on Sunday, he's not going to play in the game, and that could really mess up Pittman. That could mess up a couple things. So you got to watch Carson Wentz's kid. Of all is that things. from is that from CBS too? No, that's just from TMZ Sports. <laughs> you got to check. Out. Great dive, great dive. TMZ's fantastic. You TMZ. are you are absorbing this information like a sponge soaks up water, man. This yes, is really I mean, incredible. I'm, I'm I'm really great. You got it. Guys, wait, 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 Case. I'll beat you to it, Case. I'll beat you to it. Wait, Case, 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 wait, wait. Watch this segue. How can I not? How can I not? Watch this segue. Watch this segue. Speaking of soaking up things with a sponge, the last game of the week is the Clorox toilet bowl cleaner week. Wow. Amazing, Mike. Way to squash that. (laughs) And Pete, you're not great. You're awesome. Awesome. Whatever it is. Yeah, Pete, you haven't actually gone on one of your usual tangents yet. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, no, they're, it's oh, six to three Thursday night. Oh, yeah, I'm not watching the game. Oh, no, I, have, I have no TV down here. But all right, toilet, toilet cleaner. What happens when you, when you broadcast from your daughter's castle that you're in or whatever that is? <laughs> no, I'm just not her dad. There is a castle. Daughter's <laughs> playroom. Get out of the jungle gym and go turn on the TV. All right, sorry about that. There's a nice castle back here I'm going to get for. Um, <laughs> all right, David and Lloyd, what do you got here? Uh, let me find this toilet bowl way at the bottom. Clorox. Right. They say, hey, Solon, thank Clorox. They're the sponsor. Yeah, thank you, Clorox. <laughs> Um, okay. In the last five years, Andy and Dana played each other six times. Uh, Andy's four and two against them. The average scores aren't particularly close. David has really actually owned him. That includes a 190 to 160 win in week one. Do you guys believe Andy scored 190 in week one? No. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Um, he's getting Russell Wilson back. Um, it's a winnable game for Lloyd. Um, and I don't have an upset pick, so I'm going to pick him. So I'm picking Lloyd. Uh, I mean, I don't feel great about it, but, um, Need an upset, you know? And I Andy, do. I mean, Andy, do something, man. Do something. All right. And uh, Steve, we'll go to you next. What do you got on this game? Any big injuries that you're looking at? Any weather that we have to worry about on uh, week nine for these two guys? This game is brutal. Um, no, there aren't really many major injuries here at all. 
Um, I will say Tannehill is going to have to come out of this lineup because Russell Wilson is going to be back and playing this week. You, yep. you think he's got to put Russell Wilson back in his lineup. Um, it's just ugly, but I'm going to pick DeVita. Case, you're going to be upset. You usually have an analysis on how he shouldn't be playing Jalen Rager, and he took out Jalen Rager. No, he's riding the hot hand. Naheem Hines, hot hand. Uh, I'll take DeVita. I also don't have an upset pick. I think this game is garbage. I'm taking Lloyd. I guess whoever loses it has the inside track to the first overall pick, or at least the first overall lottery spot. How close are these guys in total points? Is Dan still way lower than Andy? Oh, actually, not that bad. Not that far off. No, they're not that far off. If they both hit their uh, hit their projection, yeah, it, it will still be Andy. Andy will be really low. Um, All right. If- All right, let's do – I want to do a quick lightning round. I tried to take a couple of key matchups from these games. All I want us to do is say who of this key matchup do we think is the higher score this week, okay? Okay? First game, I have the key matchup in this one is the Battle of the Packers. Rodgers is back. Aaron Jones has not been playing well. Who scores more points this week, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones? Pete? Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones? I'll say Adams. Steve? Adams. Case? Adams. I'll take Adams, too. Bad sign for Case. Second game of the week, uh, receiver battle. These guys' projected points are like .2 apart. Who scores more, Justin Jefferson or Mari Cooper? Mari Cooper's got, Cooper's got a great matchup. Cooper has a way better matchup this week. Steve? Jefferson. Case? Jefferson. I'm taking Cooper in this one. I think Cooper has a good week. Third matchup. I think this is the coolest matchup of the week. I think this is the key matchup of the week. I think these might be the two best fantasy players. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. Who has more points? Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. Peep. I always go Cup. You got to go with the receiver. Steve. Cup. Case. Taylor. I'll take Taylor. I'm with Case on that one. Fourth matchup. Battle of mediocre running backs. Fournette Henderson. Case. Fournette or Henderson? Henderson. Steve. Fournette. Pete? Fournette, I think with the injuries, they're going to ride him. I'll take mm-hmm. I'll take Henderson. Last one, toilet bowl. Who you got? Carlos Hyde or Alan Lazard? Pete? <laughs> Alan Lazard, man. He's got a lot of proof. <laughs> I don't know. Lazard, sure. Steve? <laughs> oh, my God. The heck of a matchup for the toilet bowl. <laughs> I, think, I think Robinson's back. Hyde's going to go back to the bench. I'll take Lazard. I'm oh, it's Lazard. I think him and Rodgers are running routes in his backyard during COVID. So, <laughs> Lazard. Yeah. Lazard was Lazard was back last week. Just they were a close contact. They were they close were. contact. They were. All right, that's it. That's my rapid fire. We'll see how that goes. I just there's there's always key matchups in these things, so I want to see how we can do this. They do this on like the fantasy show, so it could be a good. Yeah. Way. I'm um, so sorry. Last time we were listening to the I was listening to the podcast. You're like key matchup. These two. I'm like. So it was a 42-35 victory. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, God. That's all right. No one, I'm just trying to keep the train on track, Pete. No one around here listens to me. It's uh, okay. Stop, stop <laughs> drinking. Start paying attention. The two no, rules I did for this one. All right. Vito, I need a boom. You need what? I need a boom for you. What's with the repeating? Oh, you need to take the boom? Hard of hearing? Steve, Steve, are you all right? You've uh, had many people repeat like four times. We've done this every week. You're very red. Are you okay? Are you going to pass out? I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> I didn't know that I forgot I didn't take a boom. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll take myself. Hey, there you go. Upset and you. boom. Okay. Um, one Who's other thing playing? to add to the pod. Who's Steve playing? Innis. 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 Innis.
Myself, way, myself was the lock and the boom. Boom and the lock. Like the sponsor would have been way better if you picked just the Milford Police for this our sponsor. I I just made it up. Uh, fun news to add into the pod here. Yeah. Yeah. Case and I were uh, partners of golf today and wiped the floor with my brother with my brother in law and uh, neighbor. Oh. As my good friend Jeff Innes said, we bent him over and showed him the 50 states. Always sweet to beat a brother-in-law. You really, really love that one. He he wasn't very good today. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta love beating a brother-in-law. Case and I I had great rounds today. Guys, this is an interesting thing. Pete referenced it a couple of times. If Case wins this week, there's big separation because there'll be three games up in the league. If I lose this week, there's a stack right beneath me where everything can flip on its head. I think post week nine, there's clearly going to be one team who's done. Like the loser of the Lloyd Davida game's done. So we'll see if that person makes a decision. And there is a world where if, if the Darren can sneak out a win against Pete, I know Pete is guaranteeing the otherwise, he could be up into the run for the playoffs as well. So there's a lot of things that can happen this week. Week nine, uh, they call it the changing of the guards. Uh, it's just CBS Sports told me that. So We'll see if the changing of the guards is true or not true in week nine. We'll see if Case can separate himself from the league, and we'll see who else gets some big wins. I want to get some last thoughts. Case, we'll go to you. Last thoughts from you on week nine in the week ahead. I don't have any thoughts, Mike. No independent thoughts? Sounds like it's on brand. Steve? (laughs) I think it's going to be a very exciting week. I think there's a lot of close matchups, and like you said, I think uh, people are going to start to separate. Casey's done. <laughs> All right, Pete, we'll leave it to you, and then I'll close it out with a nice thought. Pete, what are your thoughts for week nine? Sure. I think in a week where there's a lot of good matchups and a lot of, like, uh, good storylines and narratives between the two, uh, the one that's going to get lost in it all is Spates against Breen. That seems like the least interesting one, but it's also the one with the biggest effect on the league. Um, if Spates loses, he falls, he falls really far out of it because of the points. But if he wins, he'll stay right in the in the competition with all of us in the in the top five so it's a big one for spates and breen uh this is this is it this is this is rock bottom if he doesn't win uh it's time to sell so uh keep an eye on that one i think that's the most interesting game of the week all right i'm not looking forward to how bad case is about to beat me this weekend so case congratulations in advance buddy you deserve it your team's great you're great you're a great guy great father great friend really great everything you really deserve what you're going to get this weekend so not Mike, I'm not, I'm not Pete. I don't need this fluffing for false sense of, you know. You're a great I'm fantasy good. champion. Fine. Oh, no. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Have. Give Pete some comments. He needs them. No, nah, he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Pete's self-assurance is high as anybody else. No, he I'm, I'm going every minute it's getting low. <laughs> really feel like there's some slight in there coming from Case to Pete. I should have played Brady. Pete. We told you. You asked DeVito and I. DeVito and I said play Brady. You didn't Brady. listen to us. That's all right. I got the points, baby. All right. Well, that's it. Let's sign off. Uh, on behalf of Pete, on behalf of Steve, on behalf of Brian, my name is Mike Colelli. We have entered okay. Milford. We're hopping down 126 today towards Bellingham, and we are now exiting Milford. Good luck in week nine, everyone. See you on the other side. Congrats, Case. <laughs>